First, we were in your community. Now, we're in your ears. Did you know there's a whole labyrinth in here? Hope we don't run into any minotaurs. This is Pager, a monthly podcast brought to you by the West Bend Community Memorial Library. It's like picking up an amiable hitchhiker who wants nothing more than to talk about how awesome libraries are, but who also pauses whenever you want. I'm your host, Hannah, Young Adult Services Librarian and occasional National Novel Writing Month participant. November is National Novel Writing Month, among other things, including National Banana Pudding Month, which combines three of my favorite things, bananas, pudding, and months. If you're looking for a good banana pudding recipe, I recommend checking the nonfiction section. In the Dewey Decimal System, 641.86 is the call number for dessert. One of my favorite things about libraries is, as long as they use the same classification system, you can look in about the same spot for information on the same topic. So whether you're in historic downtown West Bend, like we are, or on the glittering shores of Green Bay, or among the beautiful minarets of Zanzibar City, as long as the library nearest you uses the Dewey Decimal System, you can find banana pudding cookbooks under 641.86. If your library uses a different classification system, you might have to ask where the banana pudding books are. November is also National Alzheimer's Awareness Month. As you may know, Alzheimer's is the most common form of dementia. There's no cure at the moment, and over 5 million Americans are affected. While November is dedicated to raising awareness about Alzheimer's, it also focuses on increasing support for caregivers and sharing available resources. One of the many great things about the West Bend Library is that we have lots of resources for people with Alzheimer's, as well as for their families and caregivers. The reason we have those resources is Nancy Larson, outreach librarian extraordinaire. She's here to talk with us today about those resources and a whole slew of other things. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Anna. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Myself. Okay. Uh, I come from a social service background and then decided to transition into libraries. And so this particular job seemed perfect. I get to work with the senior population especially, and that's uh, pretty much what I do. So we are super lucky to have you on the podcast because you're an extremely busy lady. Can you tell us what you do as outreach librarian? Basically, I travel around Washington County and help people who have some difficulty getting to the library to get library materials. And so I set up shop at nursing homes, community centers, apartment buildings, and just basically haul around a bunch of books for people to check out. Kind of like a bookmobile idea. That's so so cool. And I know that takes up a lot of your time. So I really appreciate you being here with us. Who is eligible for outreach library services? Basically, it's a general uh, qualification of somebody who has difficulty getting to the library. So a lot of times it's, it's seniors. Um, sometimes it's for younger uh, disabled adults. Basically, anybody who finds it tricky, you know, to get to the library and maneuver throughout the library. That's good to know that it's not just seniors. You know, I want to make sure that everybody I do have knows definitely that. some younger people that I see that I visit each month too. Exactly. So how does someone become an outreach delivery patron? Basically, a lot of people are already patrons and we just transfer their information over so that it's everything comes to my attention. Otherwise, we have them apply for a library card and just basically start up a monthly delivery service for them. So to get started, do they contact you directly? Yes. Okay. You know, if they live on their own, uh, they contact me and I set up a visit and come and interview somebody and then just kind of work out a schedule with them. Uh, a lot of times people are at a facility I already visit, and so then we kind of do a little chat of things they might like, and if they don't have a card again, we um, set them up with a library card. That's so cool. <laughs> I love that this is is an option. That it's my job. Yeah. <laughs> right? I love it that it's my job. Librarians are so great. And um, I had Emily on recently and we were talking about just all the different things librarians do. Yeah. Like we have similar credentials a lot of the time, but yeah. we end up doing such 
dis- different things. And who knew you'd, we'd be doing certain things? <laughs> right. You know, they talk about the death of libraries, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, not no. so much. No, <laughs> not no, no, really. No. Not while Nancy is here, getting the information to the people. Sure. Um, so as we mentioned earlier, November is National Alzheimer's Awareness Month. Yeah. Um, and what kinds of resources does the library have for people with Alzheimer's and for their families and caregivers? Well, we're very fortunate to be the host site of a memory cafe. Mm, and tell us about that. Memory cafe is for people at the beginnings of dementia, um, and it's an, a social opportunity because sometimes people start getting less comfortable in community events, and um, it's also for their caregiver. It's a place where they can come and just basically have fun. That's the only requirement is just to kind of have fun. So we host one here on the fourth Tuesday of every month at 1.30. People tend to go through the, the county ADRC to get um, set up or initiated into this. So That's the Aging Disability and Resource Center. Correct, okay. yes. And um, we, so we partner with them on both the Memory Cafe. And also we are very, very fortunate to have been allowed to create a Dementia Resource Center here at this library. Oh, very cool. What's in the Dementia Resource Center? Uh, a lot of things um, and crossing all um, types of materials and all ages. So starting with some education materials, even all down to the little children. I have some children book in there. Um, activities. I've tried to add more activities because that's what I hear people saying. They're looking for things to do with their loved one. Sure. You know, a lot of times people can read about it and understand it. So there's some biographies in there. But I think people are looking for things to do. I have things in there that people, if they stop at the library um, with their loved one, different activities to do. Some puzzles, some books to look through. So it's also a site for things that are happening in the community, like you said, anything right. that the Alzheimer's Association is hosting locally or that the Aging and Disability Resource Center, which has a dementia specialist, if they're doing any programs, um, those are usually advertised there. That's awesome. That's such a great, because we do have you know general bulletin boards and stuff, yes. but having it in the Dementia Resource Center, yes. um, which is located in the adult reading area on the first floor. So come in and take a left at the circulation desk and... Uh, you'll see the big shelf full of dementia resources. It's, it's wonderful. Like a one-stop shop. <laughs> of every, a lot of local resources we will uh, display there. That's really cool. Um, I was wondering, are there any other community resources available for folks dealing with dementia? Other places you'd recommend they check out, too? Um, you know, we, we are, luckily, now mo- almost every county has a dementia resource specialist now. And so I'd highly, it's a good starting place to call your local ADRC or Aging Disability Resource Center and speak with a dementia specialist if you're not sure. It's a great place to start. Because it's yeah. it's a tough it's tough to deal with, and yes. I'm, I'm glad that there's support out there for all of us who are going to be dealing with it eventually. Yeah, it seems like will. statistically, yeah. it's one way or the other, whether it's right, ourselves exactly. or our families. So, is there anything about Alzheimer's that you've learned that you wish everybody knew? I think the one thing I learned is. Just, I guess, every day is different, you know. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when I see people, I visit with this program once a month, I see people, and I will see some of the changes. Um, And sometimes you think they're going down a road, uh, but then they kind of come back too. And I think one of the things to always remember is that, you know, it's not an end of the road. Uh, There's a lot of life left in people, I think, that have, you know, started with dementia. And there's also a lot of interventions that can happen. Thanks for sharing that. I do have a couple of other questions. Yes. Have you read any good books lately? Uh, (laughs) Or what's your favorite book? Or what's your favorite book you've read lately? I've started a new formula of reading just to kind of, basically to contain myself a little bit because I can come home with a 
hundred books. So, oh yeah. My new formula is uh, three to four mysteries okay. and one nonfiction. I've been pushing myself to read a little bit more nonfiction lately. Mm-hmm. And so recently, I don't know if it's favorite because it was a harsh book to read, but it was Empire Empire of the Summer Moon. Empire of the Summer Moon. Ooh, um, the Rise and Fall of the Comanches. Yeah, I was looking to read, uh, you know, some more Western type history and um, some of the Indian history, and Mm -hmm. you hear so much of Civil War, uh, that kind of stuff. But I don't know anything about this, so I was reading this. Read, picked up this book, but also has Texas history in it. A lot of Texas history, and uh, history of the Texas Rangers, how they really got started uh, fighting the Indians. I didn't know that either. But what's hard about this book is it's very, very graphic, and uh, yeah. there's a lot of brutal. Doesn't gloss over the. It doesn't, uh, but it, it was very good describing. I think what life was like as on both sides. It you know describe both sides, and it's about basically the last uh, Comanche chief. Yeah, so it has just so many stories amongst the story that I would actually. Highly recommended if you can deal with a few graphic descriptions. I, I recently, this was a couple of years ago, I decided I was going to read more nonfiction, and so yeah. I'm adding that to my list for sure. Okay. I read some good ones, but that's, yeah, that's a gap in it's my very knowledge. very readable, mine too. So and I'm looking, that's a good way to say it, looking for gaps in my knowledge, which there can be a lot of them. Oh yeah, and they creep up sometimes, like, wait, I don't know anything about that. Sure. <laughs> you know, to add in like a book like that, that's very readable, you mm-hmm. know, it's just, it's not like full, too full. It's that's a story. It's a really good recommendation for Native American Heritage Month. Sure. Look at you. <laughs> so anything else you want to share? about? You know, I, I just want to um, encourage people to call and ask questions if you're not sure if you qualify, if you're not sure if your loved one qualifies to receive books and book delivery. Um, we do cover Washington County with a few exceptions. Um, I go all the way out into the country and love doing that. And, you know, I want to say we are a good reassurance for people who aren't sure. The senior population, I think we all know, are usually so responsible mm-hmm. that a lot of times they may not come to the library because they're not sure if they get back, if they're not feeling well. And I think that's a big part of what we do is help reassure people. We look out for people who are maybe having illnesses and mm-hmm. hospitalizations. You can't get in trouble with me. I say, you cannot get in trouble <laughs> with me. I'll make sure you don't get in trouble. You just, if you keep track of your books, I'll make sure that they're due and returned on time for you so that's wonderful to know and then i do have two library jokes why did the turkey read murder mysteries i don't know he liked reading about foul play foul play (laughs) this one is a little less library related but it's wisconsin so it's topical what's the difference between a pirate and a wisconsin cranberry farmer I do not know. A pirate buries their treasure, but a cranberry farmer treasures their berries. <laughs> anyway, thanks for taking some time to talk with us, Nancy, and for every awesome thing that you do. Thank you, Hannah. At the library, we're thankful for so many things, and November seems like a good time to bring some of them up. We're thankful for all of our library users who check out many thousands of books every single year. We're thankful for all the people who sign up for new library cards because that makes our stats look really shiny. We're thankful for everyone who listens to the library podcast, and we're even more thankful for everyone who downloads it. Uh, No matter what platform you're using, it really makes us look good, and we appreciate it because we're offering all this cool stuff, and we appreciate that you're willing to take advantage of it. We are also very thankful for intern Sam, our 2019 summer digital media intern, for making Pager what it is today. One of her big contributions to the podcast, which has outlived her tenure as intern, is the inclusion of a fun library fact. 
So here's one. The Haskell Free Library and Opera House sits directly on the border between the United States and Canada. You can walk in from Stansted, Quebec, and walk out into Derby Line, Vermont. You don't need a passport to cross the literal line running through the building, but you do have to return to your country of origin or risk fines. I'm imagining that the fines for not returning to your home country when you're supposed to are actually higher than fines for returning materials late. One of the reasons we decided to make a library podcast in the first place was to make sure everyone knows about all the awesome free stuff you can do at the library. Episode 4 especially went into how important it is that public libraries offer free internet access. It's one of our most popular services that people can use to study, apply for jobs, participate in continuing education, and really just have fun and get information. It's really useful. So we're very happy to offer the internet But what happens when a cable is cut and the library loses internet service? Check out our blog for a behind-the-scenes look at how library staff kept things running smoothly and what other things you can do with the library even when there's no internet available. Just read our blog and see this and many other interesting articles. You can visit westbendlibrary.org slash blog or click the blog link in the upper right-hand corner of our website. We have new posts every Friday and sometimes during the week as well because we want to stay on top of things. So around the West Bend Library, we're getting into the holiday spirit a little bit early. We want to make sure everyone is good and prepared for when the holidays actually do roll around. And to that effect, we've got several upcoming events that will help you get prepared for the holiday season. This is kind of late notice, but I want to make sure you know that we're having a holiday workshop crafting Saturday this November. So Saturday, November 16th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. in the West Bend Library Story Room. You can stop by to create holiday greeting cards, plus decorate gift bags and gift tags. The program is free and open to the public, though donations are always greatly appreciated to offset program costs. You don't have to register. Seating is first come, first served. And all supplies are provided while they last, although children under 10 years old must be accompanied by an adult at all times. The holidays can be a pretty stressful time, so join us for our monthly essential oils session with Betty Jo. Betty Jo will be talking about calming essential oils for stress relief. So come and learn how to use herbs and oils during the holiday season to help with anxiety and stress. Betty Jo will talk about the must-haves that will keep you tranquil and serene. She'll also give out some free recipes and no registration is needed. Calming essential oils for stress relief takes place on Monday, November 18th from 6 to 7 p.m. If you're looking for some quick and easy gifts for certain folks on your list, Join us for our one-day DVD and Blu-ray sale on Tuesday, November 19th. We will have movies for all ages, TV series, documentaries, concerts on DVD, and even more. Prices start at a dollar, and we can only take cash or check. If you have any questions about the DVD and Blu-ray sale, get in touch with Mara here at the library. We have a couple big, important programs coming up on Friday, November 22nd. One of the ones that I'm excited for is Holiday Shopping Made Easy. You're stressed enough this holiday season without worrying about identity theft on top of everything else. Holiday shopping can have an increased risk as thieves look for easy targets. Let's work on several tips to protect your credit card information and your identity and ensure a safe and secure holiday season with no extra headache. So join us Friday afternoon from 1 to 2 p.m. to talk about keeping your identity safe this holiday season. Later on Friday at 4.45, we're having a Hunger Games escape room. So teens and preteens are invited to participate. It's your mission to save the citizens of Panem from a terrible future. Your only way of stopping President Snow is locked away in a box outside the building in which you are trapped. Follow the clues, escape the room, and save the world. Escape rooms are best done in groups, so definitely bring your friends. And that's Friday the 22nd at 4.45 p.m. On Tuesday, November 26th, you can stop by at 1.30 for a presentation by the Cemeterians. The Cemeterians are a local volunteer group who help to preserve the history in local cemeteries. They work to preserve and restore
restore graves, among other things. So stop by and see what's going on in West Bend's cemeteries on Tuesday, November 26th at 6.30 p.m. The library will be closed on Thursday, November 28th in observance of Thanksgiving, but we will reopen on Friday, November 29th, right away at 9 a.m. If you do need to return materials while the library is closed, you can use the book drops on the north side of the building off Walnut Street. Our online resources are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, no matter if the library is open or has internet access or not. Saturday, November 30th is a program that's near and dear to my heart. It's called What is the Honor Flight? And my grandfather, before he passed, was a World War II veteran, and he was able to take the honor flight to be honored for his service in Washington, D.C. So if you've heard about honor flights and you want to know more, come listen to longtime honor flight volunteer Bob, and he'll he'll talk about the Stars and Stripes honor flight, see some pictures, hear some stories, and you can pick up applications for yourself or for a loved one who has served. So drop by Saturday, November 30th at 10 o'clock a.m. Moving right along and in keeping with our holiday season theme, we're going to have a Cyber Monday event here at the library. So, so drop by on Facebook Monday, December 2nd, and we will have gift ideas for every single book lover on your list. Whether they like to read, whether they like books and you're not sure what to recommend for them, we will have recommendations for that. We'll also have some suggestions for the bookworm in your life who seems to have everything. So drop by on Facebook from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Monday, December 2nd. Friday, December 6th is a day full of holiday activities. Musical Memories is a choir from the Senior Center here in West Bend, and they will be by the library from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. singing some holiday songs. You can get into the holiday mood and sing along with them if you wish, and all ages are welcome. This will be in the adult reading area on the first floor, so it might be a little hard to avoid, unless you're upstairs. The first Friday of every month, we have classic movies here at the library, and December's movie will be Christmas in Connecticut. Christmas in Connecticut is free and open to the public. It came out in 1945 originally, so join us at 1 p.m. on Friday, December 6th. Later, at 4.30 on Friday the 6th, teens are invited to make some cute holiday cards to send to your friends and family. We'll provide cardstock, accents like stickers, stamps, and paper shapes. We'll have markers and tons of colors for you to decorate. Let's see how creative you can get. This program is free and no registration is required. Also coming up is the Harry Potter Yule Ball. We have so many cool things planned for this Yule Ball and I'm super excited for it. So Saturday, December 7th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. we will have Harry Potter games, crafts, trivia, fortune telling, and more. Costumes and dress robes are encouraged. This is geared for kids and teens of all ages. So anyone who is young or even young at heart, stop by for our Harry Potter Yule Ball on Saturday, December 7th. Every Wednesday evening in December that the library is open, we'll be showing a different winter movie. Wednesday, December 4th at 5.30 p.m., join us for a screening of Elf. Um, Elf came out in 2003, is rated PG, and runs about 97 minutes. On Wednesday, December 11th, also at 5.30, we'll be showing National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is rated PG-13, so maybe not for the younger the youngest of the younger crowd. On Wednesday, December 18th, all ages are welcome to join us for a screening of A Christmas Story, which came out in 1983, is rated PG and runs about 94 minutes. Any of these presentations, any of these winter movies, you are welcome to bring your own snacks and drinks if you wish. Another really cool thing that happens at the library is every month the Kiwanis Early Riser sponsor a performer to come to the library and do a presentation. Thursday, December 12th at 6.30 p.m., magician Anthony Baca will be around... Uh, for a free family night here at the library, showing off his amazing magical skills. It's fun for the whole family. Last but not least, we've got a crafting Saturday for next month as well. So next month, 
on Saturday, December 14th at 10 a.m. You can come make a sugar scrub for yourself or as a gift. Sugar scrubs are a really great way to treat yourself or someone who you love to a, a nice pampering treatment. Um, and we'll have some more information on that on our website as the event gets closer. Definitely don't forget to stop by for our weekly programs. We've got Read with Rover every Monday afternoon from 3.30 to 5 p.m. If you're working on a holiday gift that is crafted and you don't want the people in your house to find out, you can stop by for Needles in the Book Stacks every Monday evening at 6.30 p.m. Officially, that runs from 6.30 to 7.30, but they definitely stay till 9 sometimes. It's pretty cool. Um, they're a really great group of folks. Uh, we also have a uh, teen holiday ornament workshop coming up on Friday, December 20th, so stay tuned for that. We've got all kinds of cool craft things, and uh, we'll, we'll get into some of our winter break offerings and holiday closures as those get closer. Outside of the podcast, there are lots of ways to keep up with what's going on at the library. One of those is to visit us in person. The library is open Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., Fridays from 9 to 6, and Saturdays from 9 to 1. We're located at 630 Poplar Street in historic downtown West Bend, Wisconsin. Our phone number is 262-335-5151, and you can always find out more information about what's coming up, or we'll tell you the buck score. We really will. We'll do that. You can visit our Facebook page at West Bend Community Memorial Library, follow our Instagram at West Bend Library, or check out our website at westbendlibrary.org. Once a month, the library sends out an email newsletter. You can contact a librarian to sign up. Scroll down to the bottom of our website and enter your email address under Join Our Mailing List, or you can pick up a printed copy at the library itself. Also, every week, you can hear my dulcet tones on the radio. So if uh, once a month isn't often enough for you, you can definitely check that out. I'm on WIBD here in West Bend, so you can tune into 101 AM 1470 or stream live at WIBDWestBend.com. You can even ask your smart speaker to play WIBD. This is on Wednesday mornings at 745 and you'll get the lowdown on what's coming up at the library this week. Once again, thanks for tuning into Pager and for keeping your ears Minotaur free.